Ah, well, there we go. That is not only am I on time, I'm actually uh, 10 seconds early. So there we go. We're live for Rail Natter. It's episode 149. Uh, Light Rail does not exist. Another not a metro fun. In fact, it's not episode... Well, it is episode 149, but as as the real nerds on here know, um, it is actually the 150th episode. We've done 150 of these. Golly gosh. Stevie and Selby is um, looking forward to another hour of me getting inexplicably angry about definitions that I've made up. Yes, but the point is... I've made these up because they're better than any other categorization of urban transit systems. Um, and, and there's a reason why I've made up these categorizations. There's a reason I've uh, created them. And we're going to explore that. As we always do in these episodes, we shall explore that through the medium of testing it to, uh, to, to, to destruction. Or, or hopefully, as has been the case so far, not to destruction. Um, this is not a South Wales... Uh, we've already slandered the South Wales Metro. The South Wales Metro isn't a metro. Just like the one that I saw, that my favourite is when I was in I was in Leeds the other day, and it was uh, I was in... Uh, there were lots of metro signs on bus stations. It's like, nope, no, no. Um, let's crack on, shall we? Uh, first of all, uh, episode 149. There is no episode... There is no class 149. Uh, be our uh, British Railways class 149. Except there is... Because when they built the, what, what became known as the Class 121 bubble cars, this is a, a motor one here, but they also built a load of um, trailer vehicles with only one cab on them. And then the original version of Tops, those were classified as Class 149. So there you go. Uh, also Britain's longest-running DMU. Uh, it's not the Pacer. Uh, it is the, uh, the the Class 121. So there you go. Uh, all, the, all the friends are here. Anyway, um... Uh, launch all of your suggestions when we when we bring up the the not a rail sorter momentarily. We'll we'll definitely have a run through the sorter at, at the end uh, uh, for all of your good fun. So uh, before I get ahead of myself, before I get ahead of myself, because uh, I forget I get distracted and then I forget what the order of the slides are in. Um, I need to shout at you all uh, happily by saying uh, welcome to tonight's rail matter. <laughs> City 225 fades away. Uh, Ty Pizza Lord uh, is choosing Rail Natter over Taiski Sauer, which is uh, epic, frankly. Uh, th- how cool is that? And this episode was triggered by um, a couple of tweets. Firstly, uh, there's someone uh, sent a fun viral tweet out at the end of 2022. Um, just pointing out how stupid light rail as a definition is by saying, I love light rail, and then posting a couple of interurbans. What is that, a metro liner? And then a, oh, just just some just just some stupidly named things that the US does categorize as light rail. Uh, mostly interurbans there, but they're, they're very much not light rail. Uh, but it's running on street, so just making a mockery of the definition. And, and I enjoyed that, and it gave me an excuse to tweet out that light rail just doesn't exist. It's a meaningless category. It does not exist. There is no such thing as light rail. I strongly assert this point. Um, we're not in any meaningful definition. It's a useless definition that we should all, as as transport aficionados, nerds, in, keen, uh, interested parties, uh, we should uh, avoid its use. 
And then it also kind of launched by the fact that there's kind of increasingly low pixel evidence of the new um, uh, DLR rolling stock, Docklands Light Railway uh, rolling stock. Again, Docklands Light Railway, very stupidly named. Um, uh, and these, uh, these are appearing, they're built by CAF. Um, so they're going to be uh, getting introduced fairly soon. I think next year, perhaps, is it in 2024 that they should actually be entering service? Um, so... Uh, there you go. So uh, these these two tweets are what triggered triggered it, and then that kind of obviously then brought back the uh, the got me got me a chance to get out the uh, the not a metro sorter, which got lots of people. Uh, yes, absolutely. Heavy rail is also a stupid definition. Like light rail is a stupid definition. Also is heavy rail. Heavy rail is meaningless too. Uh, fully agree. Uh, type is a lord. I'm not very good at, at pronouncing the all caps uh, name. Apologies for not doing a very good job. Anywho, um, so we've had a few. So so. We, we will, um, uh, yeah, Xander, Xander Veitch is, is, is pointing out, um, actually, sorry, Xander, is it Veitch, your, your last name? I say Veitch because I know someone with that name in the UK who says Veitch, but actually, given, the, given where you, you're in Austria, your, your name might be Veitch. Uh, please correct me, Xander, given that we've been chatting away as uh, online chums for quite a while now. Um, there's no such thing as medium rail Tom, you cheeky monkey. Oh dear. Anyway, right. Let's get on. So, so this is the not a metro sorter, which which all of you should be familiar with, um, happily familiar with. Um, and we are going to kick off with some some categorizations. I actually just very quickly, as as you all know, I like to um, rearrange my slides. We're gonna drop in here. Um, yeah, that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna drop in before we do that. Uh, I'm going to drop in a, a, a sorter for the end there. We'll do some 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 last minute sorterizations. So let me get my small face up in the corner for stars. Hello everyone, um, and then go over here. So it's time to do some categorizations. We're going to do all these discussions. Um, uh, yeah, Will Deacon is pointing out heavy rail as a legal definition of the third railway package. Yes, legal definitions are irrelevant to me, Will. Legal definitions are often very, very stupid and make no sense whatsoever. Um, again, it's the same with light rail. Light rail is defined legally. Heavy rail, defined legally. Both stupid categorizations that mean absolutely nothing valuable or useful whatsoever. Um, uh, including probably for their legal application as well, uh, as is the case if you look at the, the way that... Um, uh, trams are regulated in the UK. They're not regulated well, hence why we had uh, the derailment at the Sandylands Curve. So uh, th these these definitions can be dangerous as well as uh, problematic from a political and a policy perspective. Anyway, it's Kategorisierungszeit. Uh, uh, we're going to do some categorizations. Um, and we're going to start with light rail. We're going to start... Uh, yes, Will, that is your job, Buggered, absolutely. Uh, we're going to start with um, the, the theme of the episode, light rail. Invert, uh, it's got scare quotes around it, light, light rail. Um, light rail in the UK, as with lots of parts of the world, is legally defined. And it's legally defined based on an act from 1896. We are 1896 there. Um, the Light Railways Act. And... Indeed, it was all part of essentially enabling cheaper railways to be built for kind of various applications. It was expected that it might result in a great surge. It was partly lobbied for by the railway companies as a, to allow them to try attempt to tackle the, the rise of the, of, the, of the urban tram, the electric tram. Um, and it didn't work particularly, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, lots of other reasons why this appeared, but it was it, it's essentially it was for political reasons. It was not through any particular change in what those railways would be able to, to achieve. Um, 
if we did want to use my sorter as a legal def legal definition, Sakura, then uh, yes, that that would be uh, that would be allowable. Um, so that's uh, that's the legal definition. But you know that legal definition. Let's just take the, the the U.S. and other parts of the world. That that legal definition, or rather the name, the words light rail, light railway, light rail transit, as is often horribly. Um, yeah, people go, oh, LRT, that means light rail transit. No, LRT means light rapid transit. And I'm sorry, rapid transit is also a stupid, meaningless definition. What, what's, what's rapid transit? It doesn't mean anything. It's just not helpful. Um, uh, certainly, you know, it's, it's easily hijackable. Anyway, so, um, yeah, you've got different systems here. And you know what I'm going to do, actually? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to... Uh, pointer options. I'm going to change my ink color to white, because I think that's probably uh, going to be most useful coming up. Yeah, so you see here is an obvious, you know, it's a streetcar. But this is also, you know, this is a, a sort of an interurban type thing. Uh, it's actually part of the, the inverted commas, metro system of, uh, of Los Angeles, I believe. And then this thing is in, oh, golly, where is this? I think this might be, is it in Marrakesh? I might have dreamt that. In any case, it's uh, not in the US, not in Europe. Um, uh, and it, but it's, it's a pretty standard. All of these, what are all of these? Well, all of these are, um, they're all trams, aren't they? as we know because if it's if it if it involves street running then that street running as is important that street running is a limitation on the safety the capacity and the functionality of the system but it doesn't need to be technologically defined if you have street running that means that you're mixing it with other traffic which means that you're limiting the potential of that system hence why the not a metro sorter specifically categorizes it as well then it's a tram it is a tram with all and should be considered as such but light rail also might refer to things like the the old parry people mover um which is uh it's a tram or is it because it doesn't have any street running no it's not a tram it's a light metro because it doesn't have any street running it doesn't have any other traffic running on this track it's entirely segregated hmm there we go so um so there we go uh, richard smith is suggesting you should, they should use class classifications from fighting sports like feather rail bantam rail light rail uh yeah welter welterweight rail yeah agreed i like it welter rail very nice uh good stuff so um but also light rail might include the uh, the, the the railway that used to be were over there within eyesight of me uh the dvlr um so there is the, the the DVLR with uh, with an early an early an early rail bus there, which is hilarious. They thought that would turn it around, it didn't. Um, there's this there's a DVLR, but the DVLR was laid with mostly conventional tracks. It wasn't hugely well maintained. They didn't have a deep deep ballast on it. The stations were pretty hilarious, but it was just a rail. It was just a pretty much a regular railway and used as much for quite a long time. Um, so yeah, light rail, stupid. And if you think about light rail. You think, as we were talking about a minute ago, the, the reason why light rail is stupid because it includes so many different variables. Like what, the lightness of the track system is likely to be represented if in in the ability of the system to move people um, or things. But in this case, we're talking about mass transit, um, kind of urban mass transit, so it's people. So if you've got, you know, if you've got the situation where you have. Um, a, 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 any of those systems we've looked at, you can go through, well, if they're carrying, take the Los Angeles Metro, that's, that, that system is likely to be limited in its capacity by the fact that it has street running sections, it's not it doesn't have segregated running, even though other parts of it are underground, right? This will become relevant as we get into the Germanosphere definitions, right? So, 
Martha's about to do battle with me about Statban um, because uh, we'll Martha we, 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 we we'll lock horns over this one in a minute when we get to Statban Statban and um, anywho so uh, that's that's so light rail meaningless absolute meaningless um, there is however a better use for light and heavy um, so so when I talk about so so on this I do use the words light and heavy. I don't use them to refer to the, 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 the technology. I don't use them to refer to the infrastructure. I don't use them to refer to the trains. What I'm doing is refer, using them to, to refer to their capability to move people around. So a light system is one that is that carries fewer people. A heavy system is one that carries more people. Um, and so hence kind of why I've used this. The, the Actually, I do need to change my pen color back. I thought I was going to be cleverer than this, but uh, you know me better. Uh, let's get the old red pen back. So... Uh, the reason I have heavy tram and also, you know, light metro, light suburban rail, heavy suburban rail. The reason I've chosen to include these different systems is because it helps us to understand there's quite a substantial difference in terms of what the t kit has to look like to get past these sort of thresholds of um, less than 10K, more than 10K, more than 20K, right? There's quite a substantial difference in the sorts of kit that you need to achieve that, whether it comes to the signaling, the trains themselves, you know, the crashworthiness associated with the system, all that stuff. But all of that stuff gets wrapped up into achieve, safely achieving these uh, capacities. You know, remember that uh, PPHPD is passengers per hour per direction. So a heavy tram, this is, okay, they do exist in some places. I would not recommend running a tram at this level of capacity. Anything above 20,000 passengers per hour per direction, a tram is not a well-suited technology to achieving this because you don't want to have street running sections with that level of capacity. So whilst they exist, um, I would not recommend them. Uh, it's almost like I, I keep being tempted every now and then to change it to having a red thing of uh, change that to a metro because <laughs> it shouldn't be a tram. But, uh, but no, I'm willing to uh, kind of secede to the fact that, the, that those systems seem to run in a few places. Budapest has one, for example. Um, so, uh, also heavy suburban rail. Again, suburban rail that's running at capacities of over 20,000 passengers per hour per direction is, well, that's quite, um, that's quite an impressive bit of unsegregated rail infrastructure, and it's likely to be causing headaches or resulting in sacrifices to the regional railway network. Ideally, you would segregate that. So again, heavy suburban rail, really, you ought to be looking at converting that into a metro by... Um, segregating the, the the totality of the route, um, it might be that there's four tracks, two of which are uh, your your metro system, two of which are for everything else. But the segregation is operational, you know, signalling wise. Nothing will, no trains are scheduled to use those tracks other than um, your your potential metro system. Um, so, um, and light suburban rail here. Uh, is really referring to where you, a situation where you've got a, a quite a low capacity system, but it does have, um, you know, it, but it is a, a railway system. It's, it's, it's kind of perhaps has some of, the, of our six features we talked about in previous episodes of, you know, things like uh, integration, you know, um, simplicity of system, and it's integrated into the, the urban transport system, um, but does not quite, but isn't segregated. It does not have dedicated tracks, therefore is, is not a light metro or a metro system. So all that chatter, let us continue on our adventure. So that's what I think we should be using light and heavy for, because otherwise we end up in a, a discussion about technologies, and that's a technology. That's a, a conversation which, frank, frankly, is ir irrelevant. You know, technologies are an enabler. This is part of me wanting to pull us out of a psychology of starting with thinking about technology and not thinking about what the system is supposed to achieve. 
Because we as, as nerds need to be better at thinking and better at pushing for policymakers to think about what is your system supposed to be achieving, policymaker? Technology then facilitates that, not I want this technology irrelevant of what it achieves. Because that's the way we approach the system where... Um, uh, that's the way we approach a, a, a policy-making process where we get the right system for the, the right level of demand. Let's, uh, let's use an example of uh, looking at light uh, by looking at the uh, Liverpool Overhead Railway. This is a, a, a technology, uh, if we're going to go from a technology perspective, from the, from the late 1800s, but it was pretty, uh, it was the 1890s, I think it was when it was first built. In fact, it might be 1896, same time as the Light Railways Act. Any, anyway, um, uh, an interesting system. You can see a very small part of it. It was destroyed. It should have been, uh, should have been retained and used as an L, you know, an elevated um, system, a bit like that in the US. Uh, it would have been nice, but it was got rid of because of short-sightedness. Um, and a lack of interest in just paying to repair it a bit um, from the government at the time. So Liverpool Overhead Railway. Uh, you can go and see a bit of it in the Liverpool Museum, uh, which is which is nice. It's fun. I'd recommend it. Um, it's always well always uh, well worth going and having a look at it. Um, uh, yes, lots of lots of good chat. Remember, if you've got a qu yeah, uh, Leah Schneider uh, says I use light designation for a system that only supports lightly armored trains with an armament of thirty millimeter auto cannons or lower. A heavy system supports full armored trains with one hundred and twenty millimeter plus armament. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I can buy into that. It's good stuff. Um, so uh, yeah, Martha Lawrence pointing out the fact that uh, better rail transport is um, the fact the government won't uh, fund the additional light metro infrastructure that the region needs. But precisely, um, so. Let us let us consider what the Liverpool Overhead Railway is. Well, it uh, does not have more than ten thousand passengers per hour per direction at the time. It did not know. Um, I'm assuming that based on my, an assumed seating uh, and frequency pattern, but it didn't. But it did have uh, steel wheels on steel wheels. I believe there was no street running. Someone can correct me on that. Uh, but I believe there was no street running. Um, it did have dedicated tracks. Which means it's a light metro. It was a light metro system. So uh, lovely, you know, 1896, nice light metro system. Marvellous. Um, there's lots of discussions going on already proving my point in the chat about uh, Schnellstadtbahns or Stadtschnellbahns or Schnellbahns or whatever. Uh, these, these definitions are all bobbins, as we're about to find out. Uh, and the fact that you're all arguing over which version of those definitions you're going for proves my point marvellously. Um, uh, yes, there are some vo vertical posts of the Liverpool Overhead Railway buried in a wall down by uh, Pierhead Station. Absolutely. Um, good nerdery in the chat there. So, what about the DLR? What about the Docklands Light Railway? Stupidly named. What about it? So, the DLR. What is it going to be? Um, people are now discussing whether um, a uh, whether light rail can also be a technical, by the look of it. Robin Weston, twin cab Toyota technical with 120mm cannon, but with with uh, roll-on, with, with, with um, road rail wheels, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that a technical? Uh, question mark. So, the DLR. Here's the DLR with uh, some particularly amusing. Uh, actually, I need my get my get my ink color back to white again. Uh, I'm trying to be as uh, as eye friendly as possible at this point. So, why is my phone going bonkers? Phone, what are you up to? Why are being? Is there some magnets in my laptop wibbling you, switching you on and off? Um, so, the, here's the here's the DLR train, perhaps uh, humorously with a, with a pantograph above it, because this is for the Metrolink, the Manchester Metrolink. Um, again, stupid the name, the Manchester Metrolink. Uh, uh, trial proving that it would be a good idea to do that, and so they were running it on the on the existing tracks to, to prove that it was it would work. Uh, so it's a bit weird, isn't it? Project Light Rail as it is, but again, stupid Light Rail definitions confusing people. Um, 
there. Nice GC logo at the front there. Love the GC. Marvellous. Anyway, there's the, there's a DLR train doing its thing. It's looking more conventional. You can see it's got dedicated infrastructure here. Looking pretty pretty swish looking dedicated infrastructure. A little two-car old um, original DLR vehicle. Um, those still exist. I think they're in Germany, aren't they? Uh, yeah. Uh, it was cursed to see a DLR train with a pantograph. Very weird. Um, right. Uh... No on-street running, but there was an underground section. Yes, there was an underground section. Don't want underground overground. We'll get there. Uh, also irrelevant to the overall system definition. Let's, um, so, so, this is the, so there, there's the old stock, which looked a bit more tram-like, but definitely still sort of, you know, it was running on a segregated system. Uh, these are the new trains where they've stopped pretending it isn't what it is. You can, these are metro trains. These, these are just outright metro trains. You know, they're just, they, they sniff of metro, as in they look weird. Um, they, they haven't got some of the aerodynamic features and some of the crashworthiness features that a um, that a non-segregated system uh, might have. Uh, it's it, They're built... They're, they're brilliant. They, they look good. I, I think they look quite good. I mean, they're built by CAF, so the you know, jury's out on whether they hold themselves together for very long, but fine. Uh, let's see how they go and see if they disintegrate into cracked cracked junk uh, instantly. So, they run on the Essen Stadtbahn. Yes, no, the, the Essen, they can call it the Essen Stadtbahn, but it isn't, there is, there's no such thing as a Stadtbahn, of course. It's, they run on, uh, they've been converted from metro vehicles into tram vehicles by that, by that decision. Anyway, so, what about DLR? What is DLR? Well, DLR is a metro. It has a high enough capacity, over 20,000 passengers per hour per direction, with the current fleet. Uh, I think that'll only increase, but it's currently a metro system, and it will be even more of a metro system when the new trains are introduced. So, um, so there you go. That is uh, that is the Docklands Light Railway. It's not a light railway. It's a metro. So maybe we need to rename it into something different. Um, maybe we need to think of a different way to name uh, London's mass transit systems. Hmm, that's a previous episode, though, wasn't it? That was the Purple Rail Natter episode. Anyway, right, so Straßenbahn. Uh, we're getting into our German definitions. Oh, I forgot to. This is where, if I was uh, if I was better organised, I'd have a drop and I'd have a German flag. Um, in fact, you know, you know what? Let's let's uh, let's let's go big face briefly because verdammt, I will uh, do this. Where's where is he? Where is he? Where is uh, European trains with John? Where is he? Because I just want Europe lessons. That's the one. I just want to go in here. It's worth it. It's worth it. We're doing big face and it's worth it. There we go. Uh, fine. Good. Uh, editing on the fly is absolutely pro and professional and everything's fine and healthy with me uh, doing that. Um, uh, let's go this way and uh, we want... Uh, yeah, okay, fine. Good. Uh, fine. There we go. Uh, Appleberry. Fine. Uh, oh, damn it. That's not the right one, is it? I've, don't laugh at me, but I've just copied over the, uh, I've just copied over Belgium's flag, not <laughs> Germany's flag. Oh man, there we go, there we go. I've got the one I want. Fine. Oh, good grief. Uh, we're nearly there. Fine. Appleberry. Good. Right. Back to back to my miniaturized face because it's time to go. Germany, here we are, Deutschland. We're, we're talking. We're talking about the Germanosphere, not just Germany, actually, because we're talking about um, this includes Austria, includes Switzerland. Uh, actually, includes quite a lot, a lot of other countries across Europe who are emulating some of these models. So it's worth thinking about them. Um, uh, DLR being a metro means London has three types of metro. Yes, um, the subsurface lines. Although in some cases, those subsurface lines actually cross boundaries, and there there are some good edge cases on the the underground because there are. You know, for example, the, some of the subsurface lines mix it with 
some of the mainline rail services, so some of those light suburban services. So that almost would categorize them as suburban or heavy suburban rail rather than, um, yes. So anyway, um, John Mannion pointing out that if you transplant a DLR infrastructure anywhere else in the word, world, you'd call it a metro. Absolutely, John, yeah. Um, so, right. Uh, and we did define quite a few of the other systems, uh, I think, in the last episode, but the time where metro is a, a light metro. And no, it's not. It's light suburban rail uh, slash suburban rail because it has non-segregated uh, sections, including the new bit that just opened because there's freight that runs on that as well. Anyway, uh, Deutschland, uh, Straßenbahn. Straßenbahn is easy. Straßenbahn is just the, the German word for trams. So that's fine. Tr it's, just, it's just trams. So there's no there's no controversy here. Straßenbahn is just the the, the, the translation for trams. Street street railway um, is the direct translation. So fine, um, and uh, yeah, that's that's easy enough. It's a tram. It's a tram. Um, if you've got a Straßenbahn that has a huge capacity, then you, it might end up being a heavy tram. But I don't think any of them run in uh, in Germany. Oh, I've managed to uh, I've managed to I've managed to do that. Why have I my uh, my for, You know how much I care about formatting, folks. This is. Not, not enough to, you know, enough, rather, to, to interrupt the episode about it. There we are. Fine, good. So, uh, Strassenbahn. We're, we're happy to agree on that one, right? Everyone's happy. Marvellous. Um, now, here's where the controversy is. Martha's about to... Mar Martha's just currently loading a, a rifle um, and aiming it uh, towards York. Um, and uh, where are we going? Yeah, here we are. Light rights. Here we go. Um, uh, Xander saying, Dach, uh, Deutschland, Austrian... Uh, and Swiss, as in, as in, the, yeah, the, the the Swiss thing. Uh, though there are some other questions coming through. Chop me the other questions at the end because I'll, I'll I'll lose them. There's a couple. Uh, uh, Gustav Svard is saying DLR being a metro means London has three types of metro. Yes, I did say that, didn't I? Uh, Richard Smith is saying fundamentally DLR is a demonstration of how a system can change over time but still inherits its fundamental history and limitations. Uh, bearing in mind it only became three car in the early tens. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Before that, it was it was a light metro. Um, uh, DLR, Metrolink, and Tyne, and we're Metro were all heavily based on German Stadtbahns, but ended up with dramatically different operational characteristics, points out Martha Lauren. Thanks, Martha. Um, so here we go. Uh, oh, Michael C., save your question about uh, level boarding uh, for later on. Uh, yes. Uh, Socorro is pointing out that CH stands for Confederatio Helvetica. Yeah, it, it does. Absolutely, it does. Yeah. So, Stadtbahn. Um, here's the, the Rhine Nordwestphalia. Uh, Stadtbahn icon, and it is, as you can see, uh, confusing. Why does it have a U? Why does it have... It's very confusing. So we're going to talk about this. So here are some pictures of Stadtbahn, and I suppose this is probably the best image here because it, it shows... Well, I, I picked both these images for a reason, not just because they were on the German Wikipedia page for it. Um, this one shows that it's, it's, there is a system here that is within an underground station, by the look of it, uh, partially underground at least um, but that vehicle looks like a tram because it, it is a tram vehicle right and then you look on the other side um, they aren't tram looking vehicles to be fair or they're kind of I suppose they are but again this makes the point what is a tram looking vehicle um, but it is on street and then you can see it's diving down underneath now the fact that Stadtbahn doesn't exist as a proper category does not undermine the fact that these are very clever systems they're very good very clever systems right? It's a very clever idea. What is it? Well, okay, here's where I'm trusting my own sketching capabilities. Uh, we have a, 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 a nice uh, nice set of tracks here, uh, lovely. And then, uh, so this is kind of where you've got all, all your nice houses. Uh, uh, here we are, some houses, uh, and they're, they're very small. 
uh, kind of low low density sort of um, uh, place. Lovely, lovely, low density, uh, and you can you can sort of have your your little system uh, along here. Um, where this sort of you get the high density stuff, so you know, da, 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 uh, kind of high density uh, buildings, uh, lovely, uh, lots of high density buildings. It's a big city. Uh, uh, there we are. I don't know why there's a, I don't know why there's a power station in the middle of the city. Um, you can have your system go down into a a little tunnel. Uh, by the way, this is this is street running, so you might have you know like uh, your your street kind of coming in like this or whatever you know. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, and you might have a bit where it where it goes on like this, and it's like uh, you know it's proper street running, and you've got the system there, fine, uh, lovely street running goes into the tunnel and then kind of runs underneath uh, as a essentially as a kind of as an underground system, fine. So you've got you know like uh, you've got a system kind of uh, you know you've got got some way of getting passengers above and, and down into your into onto your sort of. Uh, underground system and then at the other end it climbs back up and at the other suburbs again you've got small houses uh, over here lovely uh, small houses there's my dreadful sketch of what and this is what the germans call uh, stadtbahn oh by the way uh, germany i know you like to capitalize your nouns but it's a stupid rule and the sooner you change your mind the better because it's very confusing to to, to capitalize both normal nouns and proper nouns it's confusing don't do it so i'm i'm, I'm uh, stamp trampling on your otherwise fun language. Um, uh, I can do so because uh, I'm a Germanophile, so I, I get away with it, right? Anyway, so Stadtbahn. Now, what's the problem with this? Well, there are lots of non-problems with this. Firstly, it's a very clever use of, of... So you can start with a tram system, and then you can bury the tram system underground and put the road on top and then create this, which is which is one quick and clever way to, to kind of create the system. Um, it's... Uh, it means you don't have to pay for the total segregation of a system. Um, it also might mean that you, you could have and, and often do have other systems kind of coming in uh, and it's sort of, you know, you might have a, a, another system kind of going off like this, off in this direction uh, to kind of another town over here and you might have another town over here with like, you know, houses, more houses, fine. Um, and then they can all run in and then likewise, kind of in the other direction, you can have the same sort of thing happening over here and, you know, houses, fine. Um, that's all fine and good. However, uh, Xander's going to fight me on the capitalization rule. Why? Um, uh, Mar yeah, I'm John maddening the hell out of this, Martha. Yeah, you, you better believe it. So, this is this is a, a good system. And I'm not disputing this is a great system. The problem is, it is still limited, both in terms of the type of vehicle, so things that you get out of a segregated system like... Um, uh, having high floor vehicles so you can have uh, easier level boarding and, and, and platforms that, that kind of that kind of work um, the vehicles are optimized better if you've got them as entirely segregated because you don't have to have for example independent axles like you have on a tram vehicle which means that they ride better things like canicity lots of technological things that we don't need to talk about in terms of the the you know that, that are hidden in the back end of the not a metro sorter but that come to the fore in edge case systems like this where you've you're kind of running the mixture also if you've got you know if you've got on street running wherever it happens to be that means that the vehicles, the design of the vehicles is different. You've also got the the risk that you're kind of imparting uh, kind of delays in and out of your sort of high high density system. Particularly, you know, it might be that within this bit here, so this this section here the, that I'm going to draw a, a a big circle around, this section here might well end up being categorizable as a metro, a, a bit like in Philadelphia. They've got the they've got the the, the sort of the what do they call it the trolleys. 
the actual trolleys they have, because they're, they're trolleys above rather than uh, panthers above, they, they essentially behave like a light metro within the, the, the urban core. And, and they're, they're coming very frequently to the point where they might tip between light metro and metro capacity. The trouble is, when they go out to the system, if you have a delay up here, you know, some delay, that can mean that they're all, all the vehicles are sort of queued up here, um, not reaching into the system, which means that the resilience of the system and the ability for people to trust and rely on it is impacted heavily. So for me, a Stadtbahn is still a tram. It's a very clever extra bolt, like with lots of extra benefits over just an entirely street running surface tram, but it's still a tram. So um, that's why I come out with Stadtbahn as still being a tram. Um, so if it is, lots of people pointing out, Constantin Haas, for example, is saying if you separate the whole system, uh, the branching stops... Um, the branching stops being reasonable not necessarily you know there are lots of branches on metro systems um all it means is that you and, and this comes into on another reason why i think the, the, the why i push the, 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 the tram versus other systems is that i mean trams can be very good for the urban realm in terms of pushing private cars out of the urban realm but again in terms of mixing safe systems having an urban realm where you have um uh you know, again, going from where you've got trams on, on on street versus having a system where perhaps you elevate or, 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 or bury or perhaps just win some, some space and just kind of cut all the road crossings and put footbridges over it to have a segregated system. It doesn't take a huge amount to create a segregated system. Um, in order to then bump that into being a light metro brings lots of benefits. It brings lots of benefits. Um, so uh, Martha's pointing out, um, is... is, is Remember, I Stadtbahn is good. It is good. I'm not saying that, that it, it being categorized as a tram undermines it. It just, I think, and it is an edge case. It's absolutely an edge case. And and you might be able to say, well, within this, in the in the buried section, actually, it is achieving, uh, you know, this is a, a, a metro level of, of provision, um, but it is a tram. For me, I, I like to think of the weakest link in a transport system is where the problems are like, like to arise. So for me, I'm, I'm considering a line as the way I categorize it. So I would call a Stadtbahn a tram. Um, so uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. So Corrett's asking for other... Um, uh, yeah, absolutely. It's, and good grief, the UK would benefit Manchester. This this would be one way for Manchester to deliver, it, to deliver itself a... Um, you know, a, a, a the path to a better mass transit system, right, um, is for Metrolink to start having more buried, start having buried sections within the centre of the city and, and start increasing capacity that way. But there are lots of benefits to having a system that is a that that does merit and is satisfy the cat the, the categorisation of becoming a, a light metro system. So I think that's where it's where it's, where, where it's useful. Uh, Karlsruhe is just a tram. Uh, Karlsruhe system is uh, is just a tram. Um, yeah, no, Martha, I absolutely, absolutely agree. Like the Stadtbahn, that approach. I'm not saying that we stop referring to those sort of specific approaches. I think it's just about. Um, I think there's value to to, to the categorization, sort of splitting between. Well, it's it's still a type of tram. It might be a very well spec tram, particularly in that central core. Um, what about Leeds? Leeds doesn't have anything, Will. Um, <laughs> Leeds doesn't have anything at all to start with. Uh, Leeds, the, the reality is that Manchester and Leeds both merit a full metro system, uh, you know, a full segregated metro system. Anyway, let's continue on our German odyssey. Oh, yeah, I did point out that, that you might have a situation where the capacity uh, is is high enough of a of a, uh, of a Stadtbahn that it, that it reaches heavy tram status. Hmm. So now we're going to talk about Stadtschnellbahn or Schnellbahn for short. 
um, generally considered to be that S-Bahn is the contraction of Stadtschnellbahn, Schnellstadtbahn, Stadtschnellbahn. But also it's kind of taken on a bit of a life of its own as a definition. Um, there we are. The familiar S-Bahn, uh, German S-Bahn sort of um, uh, badge there, which is very nice. Um, so, uh, there we are. Uh, given the low density of British cities, it's probably a good model for places like Birmingham, Manchester, Leeds, uh, potentially. But I, I still think that you'd merit. You just thing is, British cities did not have particularly low density in the centres. They 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 just have low. They just have rubbish density when it comes to the to the urban outer core. Um, but that doesn't mean that we shouldn't have uh, you know fully segregated systems. And I am wary of high capacity systems that rely on uh, on you know, non segregated elements. I think that that potentially is a limitation. Uh, not necessarily a showstopper, but but a, but a, a, a limitation. Yeah, I was going to say inner Manchester is one of, is more dense than central London. Um, so yeah, uh, Manchester absolutely merits a a heavy you know a a a, a high capacity system that beyond uh, that which a, a tram, even a, a Stadtbahn style tram could could uh, provide. So. Uh, the Metro Valencia non-tram lines is a metro. It has request stop, is single track, and it's narrow gauge. None of those sound like things that cause headaches. Save up your save up your categories test systems to the end because we'll do all the ones that are edge ca- all of your fun edge cases. Chuck them back at me uh, at the very end. Um, so um, uh, let's uh, let's keep going. So Espan Espan um, the trains. You know, give you an idea of the sorts of the look of the technology. They all kind of look like this, but that as you can see. Can mean anything because you've got double decker. Um, I would count kind of French arrière is sort of comes comes similarly into this sort of type of categorization. You know, you might hear people calling it like heavy suburb. Like you might call. You know, let's in fact, you know what? I, I was about to shoot my own fox. The, the point being that their S-Bahn covers lots of different types of system. And the general understanding of an S-Bahn is that you have. Um, uh, let's have a think. So I need to think of the way to um, the way to summarize this. Rather than doing a sketch of the city this time, we're just going to say you might have a uh, you might have a big sort of central station, and you might have a few sort of smaller stations, kind of uh, maybe either side, you know, kind of a few sort of smaller stations, maybe uh, kind of either side. But then you've got sort of stations here and here and here and here, uh, and then maybe another couple here, uh, and then another, you know. Uh, and then you know stations and a station here, and then a station here, and then another station out here, um, and then to link those up, you might go right. Well, there is an existing railway that connects these. Fine, uh, there we go. Uh, lovely. And what we're going to do is so there's an existing fairly complicated former railway network. Uh, we're going to hijack it. We're going to hijack that system. Um, we're going to then sort of provide some level of operational sensibleness so we're going to provide that you know you can change in these cores but actually um we're going to we're going to create a system that splits out the operational model a bit to provide some level of, of service segregation and there we go and, and then you can see you can see what's going on here um uh there we go so we have here uh three lines um and within what we have this bit here is 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 usually called the core uh there we are at the core. I don't know why I wrote three there. We've got three lines, uh, and, and we've got the bit in the middle that's called the core. Now, this is generally um, what S-Bahn refers to, and it might be that this... So you might have the Hauptbahnhof here. There's the main station there. And then you've kind of got inner city stations that will be larger kind of multi-platform stations. 
these systems generally, as they've been improved, have have introduced more and more segregation. So it might start that this is on, you know, this might well be on a on a, a mainline railway that kind of connects up this way and then maybe comes through, and then perhaps it kind of it might be that there's there's a there's a you know there's a there's a terminal platforms here for this bit. It could be that actually this goes like this and then connects off that way and goes off. Da 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 da. da. There might be you know branches coming off this for for like freight bits. Um, there could be you know there could be, often in Germany you end up there's there's like a big kind of freight loop thing that connects there's all sorts of different things you know but the, the point is this is part you're making use of a complicated complicated railway network uh, and 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 making best use of that infrastructure to provide some level of of, of mass transit of dedicated passenger transit system and um, you can see that the benefit is that you've got this kind of or or rather you have the, the behavior is you've got this high density core now in the uk we have one system that that, that, that operates like this um we've got a few lines that that get close but in terms of the true behavior of this, in terms of actually having an optimized core, Thameslink. Thameslink behaves like this. You could argue that um, that uh, Crossrail is similar, but actually, I, no. It, Thameslink has, has a kind of very much a close to an S-Bahn type system. Uh, the Cross City line in Birmingham could be there, but isn't. There are a few lines in Manchester that, again, but not really... The point of this is you have this high density core, this this core here, very high density uh, of lines. Now, um, uh, there we are. So we da, 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 da. yeah, Martha Lawrence says Thames Link's way too mixed traffic, too much region. It's best to be S Bahn. Um, yeah, but the point is S Bahn again, exactly as you're saying, pointing out lots of descriptions here why S Bahn is oh it's this, but it isn't this. It's, yeah, because S Bahn's a stupid definition. Again, what like this? We could have other types of other types of layout. You know, you could have uh, in-out suburban services into terminal uh, terminus. These may or may not be segregated. It's not a useful definition. So, S-Bahn can be either can be suburban rail or it can be a metro. But the point is, it depends on the whether it has dedicated tracks or not. The only thing, so so the behaviors are the same. You know, you don't have any street running. It is a railway system. It's high capacity. Um, but it's whether it has dedicated tracks or not that define whether it's suburban rail uh, or a metro. So, except is saying, except is the perfect S-Bahn, except when it comes to how they actually run the trains, lol. Uh, Mersey Rail potentially, no, but Mersey Rail isn't an S, this is the point. None of these things are S-Bahns because S-Bahn's a stupid definition. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, it, it, it's, it means all sorts of different things. In, in, in German politics, German politicians say you're getting an S-Bahn. Um, when they don't actually mean an S-Bahn at all, they mean something totally different. They might mean a kind of a, a kind of a light suburban metro system, uh, or sorry, a light suburban rail system. Um, likewise, in Paris, you know, uh, in France rather, we had um, uh, Macron said that lots of cities were going to get arrière systems. They weren't at all. <laughs> just it was again just light suburban rail, um, or maybe suburban rail systems being rebadged. This is why it's important to to avoid those sorts of uh, definitions and look at. Does it have the the key thing is does it have the dedicated tracks or not, um, and that turns that decides whether it's suburban or uh, suburban rail or a metro. So, uh, everyone's saying would be an S band. Stop stop calling things S bands. Nothing's an S band. There's no such thing as an S band. Um, it's a it's a name. It's a brand name that can be chosen at, at random and therefore can be politicized and 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 manipulated just like the word. Uh, yeah, yeah. Martha's exactly right. S band is a branding. Exactly right. So. Uban, Uban. What is Uban? Um. Well, this this becomes a different discussion. It's like, well, in my not a metro sorter, you remember that there is no, 
There's no thing that says whether it is or is not underground. Now, that isn't to say that whether it is or isn't underground influences where a thing might end up being on that um, uh, on that on that uh, on the sorter for a couple of reasons. But whether it is specifically whether it's underground or not is not relevant. Um, so there we are. There's the German U-Bahn uh, sort of uh, symbol, as you normally might see it. And yeah, U-Bahn. Um, usually there's stations that are underground, but actually, as with lots, of, as with the London Underground, much of U-Bahn systems are often not underground at all. Um, so yeah, there we are. There's a nice. Uh, I think that's the Berlin U-Bahn, uh, the newest Berlin U-Bahn train. Oh, is it? Uh, is it? I think it's a Berlin U-Bahn. That's a very nice new one. They're all very old and boxy when I was in Berlin. Um, so. Uh, here you can see. Um, uh, that's, that's fine. It looks great. Lovely yellow. Marvellous. Um, again, so Uban, uh, it, well, it just means that at some point it goes underground. Uh, that's pretty much That's pretty much it. Uh, that's that's the, the gender. Other people are saying um, no. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... Um, <laughs> David Frankel. Um I'm saying stop calling everything an S-Bahn. Uh, David Frankel pointing at the Brookside Garden Centre miniature railway S-Bahn. Well, indeed. Uh, Bergerpom is saying U-Bahn means independent, not underground. Oh, interesting. Here we go. Uh, it is indeed uh, a branding. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's very much a branding. So you know, there uh, you've got your, you've got your you've got your city here. Fine. You know, lovely, lovely. Fine, fine, fine. And you put your you put your underground station here. Um, but it being underground affords two useful things. Uh, or rather two features that, that can actually conflict with each other. Number one, number one, uh, by being underground, it can be segregated more easily than it might otherwise be. It can have a slightly better alignment as well. These things can help improve capacity. So um, underground, that, that, that's that's uh, good. Uh, so let's, let's, do, oh, let's do a little table here. Good, uh, bad. So um, things, so things for it is it can be uh, it can be higher capacity. So that's uh, that's one uh, because it's uh, it can be segregated. It can have uh, dedicated tracks. It can have better alignment. These, these are all good things. Bad things. Also, stations can can be bigger than they might otherwise be above ground. Similarly, though, um, putting stations underground can do two things. Firstly, it can increase the time, the generalised journey time from people wanting to get from where they're stood and open their phone and go, how the fuck do I get where I want to go, to getting to the place they want to go. So um, but the fact they've got to go down into a system and then get onto a train, that's that adds time compared to a surface transport system. The other thing is, by merit of the stations being underground, um, yes, you can make them as big as you like, but also, no, you can't make them as big as you like. Or indeed, if you've got an older system, it can be quite difficult and passenger flow becomes really critical on an underground system. So that can limit capacity. Certainly in the case of the underground, the thing that's limiting capacity on many lines in the underground at the moment, on the Victoria line, for example, is not the frequency of trains anymore. It's actually the capacity of the platforms and the station to, to move people out of the train and up um, out onto onto street level. So um, so there's some there's some things we have to think about for the old uh, the old the old U-Bahn. Um, oh, here's just a nice picture of the the Berlin U-Bahn uh, showing that it, again it's is not underground. It's on the top uh, and looks very nice and snazzy. Fine. But again, it's a oh, there's the uh, the Alexanderplatz uh, tower. Very nice. Anyway, um, U-Bahn, whether it's underground or not. Well, again, it, no matter what the capacity is, if it's underground, it should be a metro. But it might not be. You might even have uh, U-Bahn systems that, that end up with non-segregated bits and you end up with... Oh, you know what? I've, uh, I, I'm, I'm whizzing over here to just uh, rapid-fire copy this. 
uh, over to here. Yes, there we go. Marvellous. I'm, I'm very good at doing uh, presentations. Again, it might end up being that it's suburban rail or heavy suburban rail. Um, uh, so uh, this, and, and I haven't put it in here, if you end up with it having street running sections, it becomes a tram, which is bad. So, um, so there we go. Uh, it's a very nice, very nice, uh, very nice view, that one. So, there we go. Uh, yeah, Bob Price saying reminds me how much of the Paris Metro is above ground. Well, likewise with the with the London Underground. Most of the London Underground is above ground. So, we're getting into some fun ones now. Orban. Orban. What is the Orban? Um, well, it doesn't really exist in Germany, I don't think, anymore, thankfully. Um, because, here we are, we're getting into fun territory. This is what you're all here for. Fun territory. Um... Oban Busway Adelaide. Oh, we're going down to Australia. Um, what's really fun about this is, um, well, a variety of things, because it, it's it's a good fun case for us to remind ourselves of why the Not-A-Metro Sorter exists. Um, here we are. This system, the Orban, uh, has buses. They have funny little caster wheels. These will look familiar to lots of people in the UK where we have guided busways. And, humorously, it has uh, a road that has been made expensively. Uh, <laughs> what's even worse with this is that this system does not run particularly high frequency. Um, I'm going to zoom in on the on this thing because the joke of this system is that to really make sure that it looks like it is not just a road, they've put it on sleepers. They've put it. They put it on sleepers. So if you look at these things with sleepers, with weird Voslo clip set up to hold the concrete onto the sleeper. This is a bizarre technological solution. Utterly, utterly bizarre. Also, the fact that all of the, this is a test section, which is why it looks so knackered. But I am not happy with the level of voiding underneath all of these either. This, no, thank you. None of that looks good. This is a very bizarre, uh, unnecessary system. Um. So again, you know, it's it's a the reason it has to be big concrete rather than just tarmac because if you have a bus but you run it on precisely the same thing over and over again repeatedly, you wreck the ground. Uh, so, um, what is this system? Well, I think you can all see where this is going. Oh, maybe you can't, because this system does not run at particularly high capacity. Um, I don't believe it gets anywhere near 10,000 passengers per hour per direction. So, whilst if it did get past that, it would be a gadget ban, this isn't even a gadget ban. It's just a bus. It's just a bus. Less than 10,000 passengers per hour, it's rubber on concrete. Uh, it's not suspended. It's more than 10 people per vehicle. Yeah, it's a bus. It's just, it's just a bus. It's just a bus. Um, yeah, uh, no ban, as uh, as nobody in the chat is saying, but they ought to. Um, uh, why, why, why are you closed is proposing that we build more Orbans just to piss me off. Um, uh, at least the Orban enables completely step-free access, but they couldn't add lifts in Essen because it's uh, in a highway median. Uh, yes, uh, you can achieve step-free access on all buses. Um, it's possible to do that quite easily. Um, um, the, James Derrick saying the advantage of guided buses is they can be converted to trams easily. I would argue, I mean, yes, but also I would argue no, because you go to Cam Cambridge, um, there is an enormous, like, an enormous battle on not converting that system when they really ought to. Um, M-Ban. Oh, here we go. What about the M-Ban? What is the M-Ban? I've got the music that I play for the bit for the M band from my episode on gadget on 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 um, uh, on maglev. Uh, so here, what is M band? Well, it's 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 maglev. It's it's a very short lived, weird maglev system. Uh, yeah, there it is. Look, look at it. Very strange. But 
again, it's a fun one because even though this has all of the hallmarks, as you would agree, of a gadget ban, because it has little rubber tires that enable it to wheel along on top when it's going at low speed or the, the electricity run, uh, kind of runs off. Uh, oh, by the way, yeah, we to, if you want to know what the hell this thing is, we talk about the history of it in this video, my old um, gadget band video, which I never made any more of because uh, editing. Uh, you get all this content through Rail Natter. It was before I knew that Rail Natter would sort of generally take on the role of most of this stuff. Um, so what is it? It's a bus again. The M-band's a bus. It's a bus. There we go. Uh, it is just a bus. Um, what, what Was I born in a barn? Thanks, uh, Martha Lauren. Very good. Um, uh, yeah, here we go. So, there is there is the M-band, but do you still... People who are saying, I still don't get it. What's the point of this thing? There are some very angry people in some of the some of the chat threads after the um, after the, I pointed out light rail doesn't exist. There's some very people are very unhappy about me pointing out that things like this and Stadtband are just brand names that aren't, aren't necessarily that useful for all of us. Um... So uh, here are some slides that I used uh, recently in, in, a, in a chat with some councillors, actually. I was just talking to them about what they could do within their very limited powers um, and then kind of long-term aspirations, what they could do about improving mass transit in their city. And I kind of, these are some of the extracted slides. You might recognise some of these from previous rail matters. But the key thing about the not a metro sorter is that it starts with the passenger capacity. It starts with the outcomes, which is we want to we want a certain level of mobility and we need something to enable that. But you have to start with the outcomes. Yeah, it's absolutely critical to start with the outcomes, right? And then this is then how you develop your overall system. You go, right, well, okay, so I determine the outcomes. Um, I then map the receptors. Now, what I mean by that is what are the places where people want to travel from? What are the areas like, you know, things like hospitals, schools, uh, concert venues, uh, other stations, you know, other transport hubs? Um, you kind of want to map those. Uh, you know, general population density is it would I would I would argue falls into that category of mapping receptors. Um, so number three, you then establish corridors. You establish obvious, uh, or you you can use um, sort of uh, kind of network algorithms. Uh, Will I see in the chat uh, to establish corridors, possible corridors. On those corridors, you can then use those receptors and your your specified outcomes to determine. You know, so actually the reality here is outcome might be um, well. We've got an example in a minute, actually. So you've got the outcomes, map receptors, you establish your corridors, and then you calculate the required capacity. You go, well, okay, in order to, to, to deliver those outcomes along those corridors, I will need this capacity. And only at that point do you then go, well, these systems can provide this capacity, this system can provide this that capacity. The last thing you do is look at the technologies. So it's try so so the point of the not a metro sorter is to, is is deliberately trying to get people out of these technocratic discussions about oh but it has this type of signaling or oh it's low floored or high floored or level boarding those are all valuable functions but those are valuable functions that frankly often should be applied the things that they achieve those outcomes are things that, that, that should apply to either should be applied to all systems or are immaterial for a given level of level of capacity um so if we have an outcome which is that we along a given corridor we want to reduce Oh, sorry, we've got an outcome, which is we want to reduce private car modal share by 50%. That's our outcome. We then, kind of looking at the receptors in the corridors, we know between um, uh, Cottingham and City Centre, spoiler alert, um, there's a corridor that you might want to use. And then the capacity might then be, well, we need at least 4,000 seats per hour in each direction. So you've got an outcome, you understand the corridor, um, and then therefore you get a capacity. In other words, in other words, uh, and shout out to very early guest actually, um, Ed Lee. Shout out to to smart 
Transport Cambridge for this, uh, but I use it a lot now. And indeed, I used it in a meeting with, with a load of very high-level people at the ICD presidential meeting this morning. Um, nodes before modes. Nodes first, modes second. Nodes before modes, right? Think about the think about the outcomes. Think about the the, the needs. And then you start perhaps and then applying technologies. And the point of the not a metro sorter is that certain technologies simply cannot achieve and deliver certain levels of capacity. You know, if we ignore the weird heavy tram edge cases, um, trams don't aren't really much good above 5,000 passengers per hour per direction, right? So you need to step up to a different type of system for, for, for high levels of capacity. Um Martha pointing out that yeah, a, a proxy of this is look at where there are buses more more than twenty plus buses uh, per peak hour. Yeah, absolutely. That's kind of a way of, of looking at this. So, um, the key message here, and this is what the not a metro sorter is all about, is to put technology last. Put it last. Put it at the back. It's the last thing to worry about. Yeah. <sighs> And that's the point of the not a metro sorter. Hopefully that's kind of explained the point of, of, of why I, I, I kind of created this thing. Why I kind of, yes, tongue in cheek, but also slightly seriously push it hard on Twitter and, and kind of under, post it underneath things and, and have a go at people who use categories that are, are, are silly. Um, that is the point. That is the point of the not a metro sorter. Um, and uh, yeah, shout out to those who continue to persist in the idea that this is anything other than a gadget ban. Line 14 on the Paris Metro, um, it isn't a metro, it's a gadget ban. Because all this extra stupid weight, all these extra bits of infrastructure that it has to have, and the enormous complexity at switches and crossings, all the extra mass over bridges, the fact that the rubber tyres wear out, I wonder who's a large supplier based in France who might have wanted to get tyres on lots of transport systems. Hmm... Because, spoiler alert, you could do everything that the Paris Metro does, any of the lines, you could get all of them to work with conventional steel and steel without anything fancy. So, uh, yes, indeed. Uh, yeah, all right, okay, right, I'm going to go no face uh, briefly, and then we'll come back and answer your questions. I'll go big face slash get the, the, the not a metro sorter up, and we'll do some of your challenges, right? Um, so... Uh, thanks to everyone who for listening to this on um, uh, on audio only form. Uh, hopefully this worked. I'm not sure it did, but uh, that's okay. You can shout at me. Uh, Patreon.com/slash Gareth Dennis to support me in the Patreon. PayPal.me/slash Gareth Dennis to throw loose change and abuse at me and comments or Christmas presents as a few of you lovelies did uh, over Christmas uh, over the holiday season. It was very nice of you. And Gareth Dennis to cut slash Discord for the continuation of the uh, the chat that's going on. And there's been some brilliant chat in the in the YouTube chat. Hello everyone in the YouTube chat. You're all brilliant. Ho, ho, ho. Uh, Adam Evans says, uh, yes. Um, right. Who doesn't love rub, uh, breathing in rubber particulates? Don't. I hate the smell of the, the, the line 14. When it, The rubber really makes the whole thing smell horrible. It's rubbish. So, oh, oh there we go. Um, next week, uh, episode 150, uh, things are going just great. It's a news episode. The title may change. Uh, but we're getting Bonnie, Bonnie Price is joining us. Bonnie's joining us, uh, which will be great. Looking forward to that. Uh, hello, Bonnie, if, if, if you're watching this uh, after the fact. It'd be lovely to have Bonnie joining us. Um, and we'll talk about what the hell's going on uh, generally in the news. Because uh, <laughs> good grief. Um, anyway, right. Get my large face up. So we have the Notometra sorter up. I'm going to change the color of the, the, the pen so that we can point uh, aggressively at it uh, as required. Let's get the, get the nice red. Actually, you know what? Let's go. Yeah, red's fine. Red's fine. Red's nice and clear. Um, 
So lots of lots of chat going on. Um, Chris Bird, let's start with Chris Bird. Do you think the West Midlands Metro is correctly named? No, it isn't. It's just a tram. It's just a tram. It's a tram. Uh, excellent, excellent point. Uh, M14 uh, smells due to water infiltrations. Yeah, that too. Uh, Michael C has got a couple of edge cases. Yeah, go on. Pop, pop the pop the edge cases in. Uh, David Franklin say Eurostar is an S-band. No, it's not an urban mass transit system, so it, it doesn't it doesn't count as part of this. Just like why people say what's a boat? It's like well, no, it's not. This is on-land urban mass transit system categoriser. Right, uh, check flaps. Uh, Bristol Metro West. Uh, it's not a metro, no. Um, uh, I don't think it's crazy to suggest that, like, underground, fine, but I would suggest getting a... I, I would say starting out with Bristol is, again, what 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 the outcomes they want. So what level of modal shift do they want the public, tran- uh, to, public transport to create? D- develop the corridors, and don't develop the corridors based on where you've got space. Develop the cor- you know, that's a useful side thing to look at, but only do that once you've developed, you know, where do people need to move from and to? You know, where are the concentrated population? Where are the concentrated jobs? Uh, they're probably all over the place. Map them, do some nice modeling to work out what, obvi- you know, do modeling of what all those routes look like. Uh, use the OD, you know, origin destination data from, from kind of the, the induction loops in, in the roads to work out what the f- traffic flows are. Use AMPR if you can. To, you know, anonymously, of course, uh, to get those flows in to understand what journeys people want to use and then develop a multimodal strategy based off that. And only once you've done that should you then start thinking about what the tech is. The challenge of going, we want an underground from the start is like, well, okay, what, why? What capacity are you intending that to achieve? Why does it need to be that capacity? Provide the data, really dig into it. So, uh, uh, let's see. Right. Uh, Berger Palmer saying Berlin S-Bahn is fully segregated except one terminus where it shares station tracks with diesel branch lines. Is it a metro? It's a, it's a bit like some of the systems on. Um, uh, I'm willing to let like some of those slight infractions pass because like if you, you look at some of the London Underground lines where they're sharing with main lines, ideally they wouldn't be doing that. Ideally, they wouldn't be sharing with, met, with uh, you know, with children services. Um, but. Uh, there is, yeah. Ideally, you would uh, kind of get rid of that that um, that that lack of segregation. So, um, whilst I'm willing to say that the the, the Berlin S-Bahn is a is a metro, it is a metro. Um, it's uh, it's like they should maybe strive to get rid of some of those uh, diesel branch lines. Michael C, uh, South Wales Metro. Oh, I say, wait a minute. You're saying it's the diesel. It's the it's the. Uh, let's see. Um, uh, let's see. What's the some of the chat here. Let's see. Fine, fine, fine. Uh, I've lost the questions. No, they're here. Uh, Randstad Rail in uh, in the Hague, uh, tram that shares tracks with Metro. Uh, no, it's uh, no on street, but it shares with Metro. Uh, oh, you mean the Metro doesn't have any on street, or the tram doesn't have any on street? If it's a tram that doesn't necessarily mean on street, but if it's a if it's running on like across an open square, when I say kind of uh, on street running, I suppose is a slight euphemism for like the segregation. Does it have, uh, you know, does it have? Can people walk across the tracks unprotected and stuff like that? Uh, you know, are there are there at grade crossings? Um, so I suppose on street running, I could replace with at grade and the not a metro sort. There's a there's a potential. But I suppose on street running was a bit of trying to think of a simple but snappy little thing to, to catch it. Um, so yeah, I'd have to look at the Cookie Monster. I'd have to look at the specifics on that one. Uh, I did not mention the Schweber ban. Uh, what, you mean the, the dangle way? Um, <laughs> so uh, let's see. Michael C. South Wales Metro. Um, it's a mic- where if, if on the lines that have on street running, it's a tram. And where you have, other than that, I think it's a light, it's light suburban rail. 
Not a metro, though. Uh, let's see, go down here. Um, Michael C, the interurbans which have street running, which you showed at the beginning. Uh, they're trams. Uh, let's see. Uh, Xander Veitch. Xander, I didn't, I didn't see your correction, if you corrected, if you uncorrected my correction of myself. Uh, how would I, the sort of deal with route branching? If you've got four trains per hour on a branch, but 26 per hour on the core, how is it classed? Uh, depending on which would influence whether it's, for example, a light metro versus a, a full metro. Um, okay, I suppose... Uh, as, as you're standing on the line, I would say I'd do it by line. But if you've got a core that then results in being a metro, then then you could you kind of can use that as a, a you could sort of caveat it that way. But I would say if you're standing on, you know, the the weakest link is the way I define it. So if you're standing on one of the edge one of those branch platforms, and you've only got four trains an hour, then chances are it's a light metro, right? Um, Michael C. Those weird towns in the U.S. where freight railroads run basically down the Trans High Street. Well, that's not really mass. That's that's not really an urban mass transit system. Uh, so that's, yeah, oh, it's fun though. I'll give you that. Uh, I might have missed questions where you've not added my naming because I've just gone to the name adding. Uh, let's see uh, who else is saying things. Let's see. Am I prepared to call certain interlining types of tram without any street running a light metro? Uh, it depends. I just have to look at the system on merit. Like, does it have you know? Does that system if it's steel steel wheels and steel rails? Um, if it has any on-street running, it's a tram. If it doesn't have any on-street running, but it doesn't have dedicated tracks, then it's like suburban rail. Um, Cookie Monster, uh, yes. Uh, it was a good opportunity to make a nice S-Ban. Uh, yeah, that's that's true. Uh, quite possibly. Uh, possibly. Uh, Michael C., lines like um, Thameslink 2, a.k.a. Crossrail, which are a bit of a mix between Metro and, and suburban heavy rail. Yeah, Crossrail is a, is a heavy suburban rail system. It's not a it's not a full metro because it has it has sections where it mixes with other traffic. Um, Martha Lauren is uh, emphasising it's not a question of what kind of system should this city have, but what kind of system should a particular set of corridors have? Yeah, absolutely, fully agree with that. It's really really important to um, it's really important to absolutely look at a corridor on merit, not not just the city. It's not oh, what's the population of the population of a city can be a good guide. And indeed, I've got populations of cities that I would associate should have, would, I would expect to see this level of provision. But all cities are different. The reality is you need to look at a corridor and look at the population of the corridor, the types of traffic along those corridors. Absolutely, Martha. Uh, Martha, I need to have you on an episode at some point, if, if, if you ever fancied it. Uh, subject of your choosing. Maybe the next Not a Metro episode, we, we can we can uh, do battle. We can joust over this. Uh, Michael C., I uh, also want to ask what I think should be done to solve level boarding issue uh, between subsurface lines and mainline trains that are different floor heights. Well, that's another reason why segregation is quite important for a metro system because you can guarantee that you provide or you can at least make things like level boarding much more simple. Um, my, my solution is that you segregate, you know, uh, standardization and segregation for those uh, those sorts of situations. Uh, creature double XII, which is uh, 20, Creature 22, a bit off topic. What grades can metro trains climb compared to freight train heavy rail? Uh, that's quite a reasonable question. It's, these are, it's a traditional rail matter where we have a Q&A session. That's fine. Um Pass. It depends on all sorts of different questions. Um, those grades. It depends on the train, the, the motor ratings, the um, the kind of the momentum it has. Uh, you know. So, for example, you might get really steep grades on some metros on the approaches to stations. Let's. Can I sketch? Let's go. Let's get the old. Um, let's get my small face back. So, if you have a generally in 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 uh, stations, and it doesn't have to be underground, but if you've got a station, you've got a station here. Uh, generally, you have the tracks will rise to it and then fall away from it. So the train's coming this way and then going this way. 
uh, you'll try. I don't know why I've done died there. For that, that's the that's, that's the that's the station. So you've got you've got lots of people stood here uh, waiting for their train. Um, the reason for that is because it saves energy to decelerate into the station, and it saves energy accelerating out of the station. So all the cross, almost all the crossrail central section stations are built like this, and you can see the vertical curve quite dramatically. Which is going to be a real pig when they have to rebuild all those stations to get level boarding, um, so to rebuild the platforms to nine fifteen height. Anyway, um, the reason for that is um, is to save energy. Um, and those can be really steep because ultimately it's not like the trains having to work up the hill. To, so it's limited only by an emergency situation where the train, say, for whatever reason, pauses here and then has to climb. But you would generally in operation just never expect and generally you design the signal that the train will simply never stop on those steep parts. So you, you can you know, they're kind of like, um, uh, you know, you can have really, really steep gradients like, you know, one in 25 or, you know, you can have really, really, really steep gradients if, if, on, on, on certain train systems. Um, uh, Bob Price, for example, the trams which may run past Cardiff Bay Station will be alongside the road, but still a tram. Yeah, it will still be a tram because I think you can you'll be able to walk over it. Um uh, the South Wales tram and light suburban rail system isn't very snappy. No, but the point is, you could call, you could come up with a better, broader name um, that doesn't have to kind of potentially missell what it is. And I understand that Metro is the reason I pick Metro, and it's a fair shout that Metro is a bit of a brand name as well. But Metro for me is a reasonably pan. It's a reasonably well understood term globally across different languages. Um, and generally, if you say metro, people do have a, an association with what that represents in terms of reliability um, and capacity. Um, but you could just call it, you know, you could just call it South Wales Transit, or you know, there there, there are other alternatives that, that avoid the the, the politicisation. Um, uh, so, oh god, the, the YouTube, stop jumping around. Uh, merger rail is not well. There's no such thing as S bahn guy. So uh, merger rail is is, is uh, suburban rail. I think it's not quite heavy suburban rail, and in some cases light suburban rail. But it's suburban rail because it does run on non segregated tracks. Hastings Cliff Railways. Oof. Uh, funiculars are often light metros. Just as a, a little little uh, little one there. Um, uh, Michael Fox is the Core Valley lines now light metros. It's dedicated lines. Is it dedicated though? Is it fully dedicated, un, uh, kind of fully segregated? Um, uh, Metro Valencia, uh, the non-tram lines uh, have level crossings and single track sections, uh, and request stops. Trains meter gauge. So meter gauge irrelevant. Request stops irrelevant. Although a weird function and that'll limit capacity. Uh, single track sections. Just on single track sections, I would suggest that that's not dedicated. Single track would, to me, suggest not dedicated tracks. But it, yeah, there's maybe a bit of a semantic battle to have there. But the fact that it's level crossings means that it's uh, it's not you know it, it's not dedicated tracks. It's it, you could you could even say that's so. So I would say it's light suburban rail. If you've got level crossings, uh, it's light suburban rail. Um, uh, Gregors is asking: Do level crossings with barriers still classify the systems on street running? No, that's just not dedicated tracks. Um, uh, Jan is saying: Have you seen the or Jan? Have you seen the level boarding solution in uh, Mülheim, uh, Ruhr, uh, for low and high floor trams on the same station? It's awful but funny. Is that where they've got the two platforms kind of adjacent and they run back and forth? That might be the one there. That's some solutions. I've not. I haven't specifically seen the the Mülheim uh, solution though. Um, uh, check flaps are saying by my flow chart rail mail uh, is like metro yes it will be um, how would I class an S-band core where um, S2 is only on dedicated infrastructure S2 shares branches with long distance trains is that then shared infrastructure or not no that would mean that S1 
Yeah, that's a good point. That's a really nice edge case, Xander. I would still say that, that that's a, that's one of those exceptions where I'm like, mm, you can make that judgment as to whether it makes the impact. But I would say that it's it's that's still making it an edge case. Um, uh, let's see. Da -da 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 -da. Uh, Cookie Monster, my last question made no sense. Uh, Gareth Dennis, you mentioned calves cracking earlier. Which manufacturers would you say make good quality trains and don't? Which manufacturers last long? Well, that's a hell of a long question. Uh, all I'll say is the best trains in the UK right now are Stadler's. Um, closely followed by... So my two favourite trains generally are, um, uh, in terms of the order of, certainly for suburban stock, uh, kind of urban trains, um, I would go with... I think the S-Stock's very good, but my favourite are the Flirts, very much the Flirts. Uh, so Mersey Rails, 777s, when they're running, will be fantastic. They'll be the best urban trains out there. Followed by the... the um, the City to Zero fleet, I think Siemens trains, they are very good trains. Um, they're just very unloved. There's so much graffiti and damage on the on the Thameslink trains. It's such a depressing state of affairs, really. Uh, it's why I'm just if you sack everyone. Um, uh, Xander's saying it's not an edge case. No, it's an edge case on here. It might be a frequent occurrence, but it is an edge case on the on the, on the the not a metro sorter. Well, the point is, it, because they, I would still say those are not dedicated tracks, then it, it means it's light, it's light suburban or suburban rail rather than a metro. Uh, which is fine. S-Bahn, I would expect to gen I'd generally expect something that, that's branded as S-Bahn to fall into the suburban or heavy suburban rail categories anyway, not metro categories. So I think that's fine. Triple uh, sevens aren't flirts. Oh yeah, right, they're not flirts. Uh, no, they are flirts. I think they are flirts. Uh, Stadler. I think they are flirts. Hmm. In any case, the best trains currently running... Yeah, agreed on the fact that the floor heights on Thames are too high. Uh, the best trains currently running are uh, on the network are all flirts because the, the, the long-distance services, the the, what are they? the 745s are very, very good. The 755s are very, very good. Um, um, I, I'm, I thought 777s are based on the flirt platform. But anyway, right. Yes, Bob Price was on. Yeah, Bob, I'm glad you were enjoying the, the trip out on the on the, the TFW Stadlers. They are fantastic. Uh, Xander's saying that triple sevens aren't flirts. Um uh, Stadler's Metro platform height. Yeah, they're 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 at nine fifteen mil, Martha. Um so that's good. And likewise the tier, the time where metro ones will be too. Yeah, you're right, they're not so people are saying they're not flirts. Um anyway, right. Um the the Ottawa O Train Confederation line, I don't know off the top of my head and on the mouse. Um, I'm going to use the not a metro remember everyone use the not a metro sorter to your heart's content to, and, and, and hash, do do send them at me and hashtag not a metro on them and twitter we can have good fun on that uh, Mosey Rail have just tweeted the 777s will start next week that's very exciting um, anyway right uh, that was fun uh, we ran on a bit at the end there for 15 minutes of extra fun chatter but hopefully some interesting stuff um, I'm going to see you all uh, next time, um, Will, give me 15 minutes. Will and Xander and everyone, give me 15 minutes. Come join in your call. Um, uh, I will see all of the rest of you next week with Bonnie Price. Uh, cheerio, cheerio. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, 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 Lou Bagmark is asking, regional train in Glasgow, are they heavy suburban rail or just regional train? Um, I don't think there's any fully segregated... Uh, uh, trains in I'm still waving uh, trains in in Glasgow I think they're all they all they're all sort of um uh, suburban rail I'm not sure any have the capacity of heavy suburban rail although some of the core is pretty high capacity but I think it's all still just suburban rail anyway I'm waving to the point where I'm going to get RSI cheerio